now tuned in to the motherfucking greatest, Politics, the premier podcast for the intersection of pop culture and politics. I'm your information trafficker, Gajid the Connect. Today, I'm going to plug you in to King Holiday History. Julia Roberts' mother, Betty Lou Brenda, ran an integrated acting workshop for children in Atlanta. MLK's daughter, Yolanda, attended at 8, where she acted in a play that she actually wrote. Betty and Coretta became such good friends that Miss King later paid the hospital bill for Julia's birth. The white liberal must see the Negro needs not only love, but also justice. It is not enough to say we love Negroes. We have many Negro friends. They must demand justice for Negroes. Love that does not satisfy justice is no love at all. Martin Luther King. In 2022, Trump is having a rally in Arizona, one of the last places to declare MLK Day a holiday. On MLK's birthday, to denounce voting rights. I said in 2022, Trump is having a rally in Arizona, which is one of the last places to declare MLK Day a holiday. On MLK's B-Day to denounce voting rights. Stevie Wonder showed up year after year to make MLK Day a national holiday. He wrote happy birthday in King's honor and made it a single. The fight took nearly a decade and a half. Finally, in November of 1983, the bill was officially signed to observe the King holiday. Give us the ballot and we will transform the salient misdeeds of bloodthirsty mobs into the calculated good deeds of orderly citizens. Martin Luther King, who also believed a filibuster of civil rights legislation would be a blatant abuse of the legislative and demonstrated democratic process. In this juncture of our nation's history, there is an urgent need for dedicated and courageous leadership. The hour is late. The clock of destiny is ticking out. We must act now before it is too late. Martin Luther King. In the final months of 1983, 15 years after Michigan Congressman John Connors first introduced legislation for the King Observation, Ronald Reagan sat on the White House lawn and signed a bill establishing a federal holiday for MLK whilst attendees sang, We Shall Overcome. Reagan wrote a letter of apology to the Republican governor of New Hampshire who had begged him not to support the holiday. Reagan explained his support was based on an image of King, not reality. He used the holiday to silence criticism of his positions on civil rights. Reagan Reagan positioned himself as the inheritor of King's colorblind dream, a society in which all men are created equal and shall not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Reagan's assistant attorney general for civil rights, William Bradford Reynolds, began defending the president's opposition to civil rights programs by insisting that Reagan's actions were informed by King's colorblind philosophy. Reagan would frequently turn to the colorblind rhetoric of the civil rights movement 
to justify his continued assault on civil rights as a realization of King's dream. January 17, 1986, three days before the inaugural Martin Luther King Jr. Day, Coretta Sky King unveiled a bronze bust of her husband in the Capitol Rotunda. After the ceremony, Reagan met with King and other civil rights leaders and urged them to never, ever abandon the dream of a colorblind United States. Reagan's rendering of King begins and ends on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. As a public figure of white memorialization, MLK has become the de facto patron saint of colorblind ideology. White supremacy assassinated King, then sanitized his image to make him a non-threatening black man who just wanted us all to get along. Ronald Reagan opposed the Civil Rights Act of 1964, calling it a bad piece of legislation. A year later, he came out against the Voting Rights Act, which he deemed humiliating to the South. In 1966, Reagan defended Proposition 14, which nullifies states' fair housing law. If an individual wants to discriminate against Negroes in selling or renting his house, it is his right to do so, said Reagan, whose campaign that year referred to black neighborhoods as jungles. In 2016, Robbins Air Force Base in Georgia issued an apology for a flyer promoting a fun shoot on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Martin Luther King was fatally shot in Memphis, Tennessee in 1968. Just the history of the holiday. Politics, premier podcast for the intersection of pop culture and politics. One. You now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Politics, the premier podcast for the intersection of pop culture and politics. I'm your information trafficker, Gajin to Connect. Today, I'm gonna plug you in to King Holiday History. Julia Roberts' mother, Betty Lou Brenda, ran an integrated acting workshop for children in Atlanta. MLK's daughter, Yolanda, attended at eight where she acted in a play that she actually wrote. Betty and Coretta became such good friends that Miss King later paid the hospital bill for Julia's birth. The white liberal must see the Negro needs not only love, but also justice. It is not enough to say we love Negroes. We have many Negro friends. They must demand justice for Negroes. Love that does not satisfy justice is no love at all. Martin Luther King. In 2022, Trump is having a rally in Arizona, one of the last places to declare MLK Day a holiday, on MLK's birthday to denounce voting rights. I said in 2022, Trump is having a rally in Arizona which is one of the last places to declare MLK Day a holiday, on MLK's B-Day to denounce voting rights. Stevie Wonder showed up year after year to make MLK Day a national holiday. He wrote Happy Birthday in King's honor and made it a single. The fight took nearly a decade and a half. 
Finally, in November of 1983, the bill was officially signed to observe the King holiday. Give us the ballot and we will transform the salient misdeeds of bloodthirsty mobs into the calculated good deeds of orderly citizens. Martin Luther King, who also believed a filibuster of civil rights legislation would be a blatant abuse of the legislative and demonstrated democratic process. In this juncture of our nation's history, there is an urgent need for dedicated and courageous leadership. The hour is late. The clock of destiny is ticking out. We must act now before it is too late. Martin Luther King. In the final months of 1983, 15 years after Michigan Congressman John Connors first introduced legislation for the King observation, Ronald Reagan sat on the White House lawn and signed a bill establishing a federal holiday for MLK while attendees sang, We Shall Overcome. Reagan wrote a letter of apology to the Republican governor of New Hampshire who had begged him not to support the holiday. Reagan explained his support was based on an image of King, not reality. He used the holiday to silence criticism of his positions on civil rights. Reagan, Reagan positioned himself as the inheritor of King's colorblind dream, a society in which all men are created equal and shall not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Reagan's assistant attorney general for civil rights, William Bradford Reynolds, began defending the president's opposition to civil rights programs by insisting that Reagan's actions were informed by King's colorblind philosophy. Reagan would frequently turn to the colorblind rhetoric of the civil rights movement to justify his continued assault on civil rights as a realization of King's dream. January 17, 1986, three days before the inaugural Martin Luther King Jr. Day, Coretta Scott King unveiled a bronze bust of her husband in the Capitol Rotunda. After the ceremony, Reagan met with King and other civil rights leaders and urged them to never, ever abandon the dream of a colorblind United States. Reagan's rendering of King begins and ends on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. As a public figure of white memorialization, MLK has become the de facto patron saint of colorblind ideology. White supremacy assassinated King, then sanitized his image to make him a non-threatening black man who just wanted us all to get along. Ronald Reagan opposed the Civil Rights Act of 1964, calling it a bad piece of legislation. A year later, he came out against the Voting Rights Act, which he deemed humiliating to the South. In 1966, Reagan defended Proposition 14, which nullifies state's fair housing law. If an individual wants to discriminate against Negroes in selling or renting his house, it is his right to do so, said Reagan, whose campaign that year referred to black neighborhoods as jungles. In 2016, Robbins Air Force Base in Georgia issued an apology for a flyer promoting a fun shoot on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Martin Luther King was fatally shot in Memphis, Tennessee in 1968. Just the history of the holiday. Papa Six. 
premier podcast for the intersection of pop culture and politics. One.